Marco's Podcast. It's the greatest mattress industry podcast on the planet. Wait, isn't this the only mattress industry podcast? He's Mark Kensley. I truly felt bad for you at the time. He's Mark Quinn. I think Bigfoot was actually very pleasant. Together, they are Dos Marcos. You know what's the absolute worst? Worst what? This is just the worst. When you wake up and you think to yourself, okay, I can't sleep. This is driving me nuts. All right. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to try and get comfortable and I'm going to try to get back to sleep. And so you roll around a little bit and then you still can't go back to sleep. And then you start getting mad. And then you think, okay, surely at this point, it's like 5.15, 5.30 in the morning. I'm just going to get up. I'm just going to get up. And then you roll over and you look at your phone and it's 2.58 a.m. Oh. It's just the worst. It's, it's like, not good. I, I have Did it to happen go back to you last night? It's ha- it happens to me from time to time. Wow. It's just the worst. Now, okay, so what else is the worst? Oh, this happened to me too. It's the worst whenever there's soap inside the pump container, you know, and you wash your hands. Yeah. And then there's not enough and you're pumping it, pumping it. It's making sound, but it's not coming out. And then you think, okay. I'm just going to put a little bit of water down in the bottom. Sure, so you course. do that and it gels it up and you get a pump out. Mm-hmm. Then you go back the next day or whenever later on and you wash your hands. The consistency of that thing has changed. You press down the pump and it shoots out right onto your shirt. Or on your pants. It on makes it look like you peed yourself. Yes. Which <laughs> could have been the case. It's possible. That, but, but it draws too much attention Muckle's to back. it. back. God bless him. You, Guess who's back, Bob Monk? What, Has that ever hey, happened to you, Bob? What else is the worst? What's you, the worst for you? What's the worst for me? Well, last you made me think about like getting up, so I, I have a problem if I wake up getting back to sleep. So I'll read something or meditate. But my dog lately has been like getting in bed with us and like at two in the morning, and I can't figure out if he's got a bad stomach, if he's got to go outside. I think he just wants to be loved. And so yeah. you don't want to say, if you I'm just not, love the dog. That would I'm help. not loving you right now. It's not going to happen. So just anyway, so that, that's kind of the worst because I have trouble getting back to sleep. So I don't like that. I guess all. also the worst on the dog front is I've got this dog. His name is Jones. Jones is crazy, man. That Jones, dog, he's a wild man. He's a, he been, he's been eating your stuff up, hasn't he? Yeah. He, he actually, okay. That's the worst. I'll go there for a minute. He got <laughs> wireless headset. Didn't he? I was traveling. So I got back from Chicago and I, I just went out of the room for a moment. I come back in. He has gotten into my briefcase, taken out like a little pouch that had my wireless headphones mm. in it. And it's got like one of those metal claspy things on the end that you can press together and open up. So he couldn't get in there. But no, he dug a hole through the side of the bag. Of course. And then he got the rubber tips to the earbuds and he ate them. And then he chewed all the wires up and completely destroyed my, my noise-canceling headphones that I use on the plane. Oh, and then the next day... Whenever I'm in the bathroom, I I hear like a stampede going up my stairs and I'm like, oh no, what's going on? I get up there. He's under the bed chewing on my Warby Parker glasses that he had to get onto my, he had to get onto my nightstand to get them. Wow. So he is either mad at your, you or just really good at being a menace. So when you put him down. Did the people at the veterinarian's office ask you why Stop you were it. doing that? No, that did not no? happen. Yes, you did. I, I went to your house. That dog is nowhere to be he's found. He's right over there right now. Like <laughs> I just close by. He actually for the, for the past couple of days he's gotten better. We got him these puzzles 
uh, and he's liking that. But dogs can't do puzzles. I'm he, sorry. He just like they also don't have opposable thumbs. He spins the thing around with his nose and tries to get the treats out. Oh, that's what he's doing. I've seen that. Yeah. Oh, 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 have you seen the, okay, we're going to talk about innovation in a second, so here's our segue into the National Sleep Foundation Expo. We're going to be talking about this today in this episode of Dos Marcos, but um, so my buddy says, did I tell you about this, the, 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 the dog treat dispenser? All right, so it's a dog treat dispenser that he has in his kitchen, and you can get your iPhone out or a smartphone. And you can literally connect to it, and it makes like, like some kind of bell at home. And so the dog is now alerted to the fact that that dog treat dispenser has been activated. It's been activated. It's got a camera, so you can watch your dog come running into the kitchen, going to this device that's about to dispense a treat to him. So it like launches it into the kitchen, and so you get to see your dog like go get it, and you can talk to him. So now it's got a voice thing where you can say, "Hey, Jonesy, good, good boy," or whatever. Go get the treat, and and it and it can talk to him. And I go, "That is the dumbest damn thing I have ever heard." And he says, "But wait, there's He's, more. But there's more." His son Blake, who's at University of Arkansas, what happened? Live video. I don't know. Live what's video going crashed. On. We'll keep so going with that. his his son Blake, who is at University of Arkansas. Um, is um, using it at bars to pick up girls. He's <laughs> he's using well, he's using the the he's, device. He's at bars? using he's using the phone at bars to show girls. Hey, look! I, I want to show you this really cool thing. And then he pulls up the app and he makes it whistle. And then the dog comes running in and it tosses the 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 app tosses a treat out to the dog and the. And then all of a sudden, ice broken. That is so cute, she says. Girl, you met. have a dog. That must mean that you you can keep You're something sensitive. alive. And You're sensitive. How, and, and, and how cute that we can like give it treats, you know. And so I'm sure it's like two in the morning. And, and this whole thing is at his parents' house. So I'm sure, you know, one o'clock in the morning in the bar showing all the ladies this dog treat dispenser, camera on the dog treat dispenser. Dog comes in and takes the treat, and and then this guy's got a date for the rest of the night, all because of a stupid Wi-Fi-enabled dog treat dispenser. Is that brilliant? I think that that's a very it's brilliant. You know, that's a it's a nice way to you know cut through the clutter. You know, he's a young peacock trying to get people to pay attention to him, and he you know pulls out the iPhone. Everybody's got the iPhone, right? Hey, no, ladies. I've got the dog treat dispenser. Hey, ladies, look at my dog treat dispenser <laughs> online. It's beautiful. All right, I love so that. technology, so technology right? innovation. I mean, it's it's well, and my friend Melanie has one of those, by the way. And oh, uh, she does. Does yeah. she use it to pick up girls at the bars? Uh, not to my knowledge. Okay, but I. <laughs> so not not like Blake does. But she All did right. pull it up and show Tara and I one day. She's like, "Watch this," and it launched a little treat out. What are they gonna think of man? That's what I'm. There's technology too. and innovation in all aspects of life, and that, we're bringing it to the sleep show. That's true. Coming yes. up on March 8th through the 10th, and you. Yep. Uno, Marco, mm-hmm. are going to go represent. Yep. Uh, you're going to be speaking. You're going to be hosting an award show. Like, am, is there yeah. anything you can't do? Uh, yes, lots of things I can't do. I'm not a very good violinist is one example of that comment. I've seen you play pickleball. Well, in photos. I can play pickleball. Anyway. I can play a harmonica. No, the sleep show is going to be really cool. So do you know what they've done? National Sleep Foundation, David Cloud and his crew 
uh, Bob Munkle is back again and he's going to be there. So that's kind of cool. Bob, tell me what you're going to be doing or if you're going to just be there. And by the way, if you're on the podcast, we're talking to people who are listening to the live show Facebook on Facebook. So Bob, let us know what you're going to be doing at the show. That way we can tell everybody. Yeah, but so I'm speaking twice. I'm speaking on Friday uh, about um, me and uh, Magnuson, actually. Mike Magnuson from goodbed.com. Goodbed.com. We're going to tag team a speech about the underbelly of the industry, Kinsley. Ooh, that sounds intriguing yeah so you know review sites and um influencer marketing and all of those guys and so we're just going to talk about it and kind of buyer beware the national sleep foundation is doing a lot of pr that was not me that was yours oh no by the way i meant to turn off this message stuff it's all hooked up to my computer sorry about that so that was cody mesner i think you might be talking about our podcast yeah probably so facebook live but anyway so the underbelly so buyer beware right so they need to understand that some of the, the mattress review guys are actually connected to brands out there. So we're going to be talking about that and how to avoid that and reviews really, because you know, Mike owning goodbed.com, um, he deals with a lot of websites out there trying to do what he does. Not very successfully if you ask me, but there's not a lot of integrity in it because you know, they're just amassing these, you know, big numbers in terms of reviews, and not all of them are legitimate. So we're going to be well. There's a fast company. If you ever want to look at that fast company article that's out there about review sites and the underbelly of the internet, um, in terms of as it relates to a mattress, I mean that article was shocking to a lot of people because they're like, "Oh my gosh, we thought that the, this was something we could trust." And if you're the average consumer, you hop online, you're looking for somebody to give you some guidance. And if you're basically what it's come down to is. If you're good at SEO, search engine optimization, and and good at some of the digital marketing techniques that go along with with search, you can show up first, and then people are like, "Oh, this must be a trusted website because it's the first one in my field of view." That's not necessarily true, and and you know these guys are getting kickbacks. Some of them are owned by brands now, and it's it can be really seedy. And then meanwhile, you know, I mean, I've honestly felt bad for Mike at times because, mm-hmm. you know, goodbed.com has been, in my opinion, I mean, they obviously are a business and they're trying to run their business and make money, but they've also really invested in consumer reviews and consumers are the ones who, you know, we look at to tell the most truth. Like, Hey, if, if I go online and give something an honest review, most of these other guys are like, doing a video review and it's just their opinion. But it's it's a, it's an opinion that isn't necessarily educated either. I guess at this point they probably are. But you can't lay on a bed and there's a lot that's very subjective about what they say. Uh, not, of it is, not much of it is anchored in fact or science. So testing, right? And so there's a challenge to that. But we're, we're going to talk about that and, and try and educate people there. Bob, I, Bob Munkle is asking me how many people we think are going to be there. I can tell you the National Sleep Foundation is saying um, about 10,000. So I know they had a pretty large public relations budget. I worked with them early on. And so I think they're going to really try to get consumers. But here's the idea of the show. And then I'm going to tell you about the two other things I'm doing there. Um, the idea of the show is to bring consumers in to a space and be like the consumer electronics show for consumer, like, you know, like educate people in general about the idea of sleep and everything around sleep. So number one, offer products to sell at discounted rates. So there's a, a hook there. 
Um, so it's open to the public, but also educate people. So there's a lot. And you can find all of this at sleepshow.org. Um, and um, also bring them in for education. So there's a lot of speakers on three different stages talking about all kinds of different things. Bob Munkle's going to be there. He said he's going to be talking about sleep. What about sleep, Bob? Let's narrow that down, huh? Um, and so, yeah, and so they're going to charge 10 bucks. And the question is, will they, they pay $10 to come into a show? I guess if I was in the market to improve my sleep or I needed to learn something about that, what I paid $10 to go in, I guess I would if I thought I could save some money on buying a mattress, right? I think that's going to be the very telling. You know, the, con- the number of consumers who opt in and choose to show up to this, you know, because honestly, it just runs the risk of being an industry event. You need consumers to show up, interact with your products, get a chance to get that feedback. And I'll tell you what, from a retail standpoint or even a pr- product person standpoint, this could be a really cool place to observe. You know, how are people thinking about their sleep? Is it picking up as much traction as we say in terms of being the third leg of the health stool? You know, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. And then if you do observe these things and you find, oh my gosh, there's a cool product that people really like that hooks them and they ask a lot of questions about, that could be something that you bring into your retail environment. So I think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, Number one, we'll find out if consumers are really interested in sleep. And number two, you can find out better ways to communicate with them to position your products in a way that's meaningful. You know, one of the, I think you're right on both points there. And I think one of the reasons it's important for our industry to support it and why I jumped on board with it pretty quick is because, you know, you and I have been about sleep, not the mattress for a long time. And if we make our industry and the products that we sell about sleep and better sleep and what that does for you. So take that dotted line connection and make it a solid line connection. So great sleep improves your quality of life and the products we sell can get you great sleep. If you do that, then there's purpose and emotion in our industry. And I'm not so sure that that consumers understand that to the degree that they need to, Bob, to pay the $10. Um, and so, yeah, man, I, I, I want to support it because I love the idea that the National Sleep Foundation is making this about sleep, which is a very big deal and very important. And my, my second speech is going to be about kids. And you and I have a heart for this topic because we've talked about it so many times that parents don't get it when it comes to their kids and their sleep and in my two kids, they don't, they go to school. They don't, I'm a freak about sleep and they know way more than, than they should because I, you know, talk to them about it a lot, but kids don't learn that stuff. Kinsley in school and their parents don't know a lot. So they're not getting an education from their mom and dad. And evidence of it is kids running around at ballparks and different places, drinking caffeine up until six and seven o'clock at night. Parents have no freaking clue that is going to disrupt their sleep to some degree, which helps or sorry, hurts brain development uh, and, and could hurt their sleep where they're like literally showing signs of depression because they're, they're actually just sleep deprived. So there's a lot around that, don't you think? I think it's important. Yeah. And we've talked about just this major overarching issue. You know, people are at times running their kids ragged and not right. giving them, you know, the true amount of time they need to recover. And that, that recovery, I mean, from a cellular standpoint, it's going to happen whenever you get your proper amount of sleep. And, you know, when you look at kids in 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, that's going to be the best sleep of your life. 
you know, kids at that age are, should be getting some of the best sleep of their life when you look at the studies that go along with that. And if you shortchange that, like you said, how much is that impacting the development process or their ability to just be their best self? Um, it's, it's really, it's really a tricky time because you have, um, caffeine, you have screen time, which I think is the major, For major sure. killer Great out point. there. Yes. Um, so with more of that swirling around, I think you will have parents out there that want to do the right thing that might use their kids as the vehicle for becoming interested in sleep. And we talked about that before. If if somebody can start thinking about their kid, that's going to, they're going to have to eat their own cooking at some point and get better at their own sleep. So, you know, talking to kids and, and going that route for us as an industry, I think is a, is a great way to enter the conversation and hopefully get some interest. You know, this, this subject actually really upsets me, which is why I picked it. I honestly haven't even written the talk yet. It's going to be 15 minutes long, but I thought it was so important because nobody's talking about it. And how is it possible that it is 2019 and we are not having even the most basic conversation with our kids through school, through sporting events, through anything, any outlet, pick it. I don't care what it is, but we're not talking to them about their sleep. We talk to them about get out of the house and exercise or don't eat that junk, put that down, eat fruit, like all that stuff. We get it. We are not having an honest conversation with ourselves, nor are we having it with our kids. And in part, it's because the parents and the grownups in the room don't freaking understand it enough to talk about it. Do you agree with that? That's a hundred percent the truth. I mean, how can you be an educator if you are not educated and the parents oh are not educated on sleep? I'm getting a tattoo that says that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right profound. now, right now I'm leaving here after I get done. And okay. There's a shop across the street. <laughs> I bet you need to get Dos Marcos tattooed Tat- right yeah. on, yeah. right on your forehead. Ooh, I'm not going that far, but <laughs> okay. So, right bicep, right bicep. That's fine. Inner thigh. Maybe. Well, um, hey, I love that you're going to go and talk about this because who who knows? And I, you know, maybe you could get some media attention around this while you're there. Who who knows how this will you know bubble up and make itself more well known? But I but I do think um, you know from my time on the Better Sleep Council, we were talking a lot about this. How do we get the kids involved? And when they go home, they talk to the parents, or there's something swirling around uh, that I think could be meaningful, and we could get our hooks in. You know, through talking. With the, with the kiddos. You know, we just published a podcast, Kinsley, about 11 ways to generate traffic um, to your retail store. You guys want to champion something as a retailer. You want to do something meaningful and, and help people in your community. Um, create a coloring book and skin it with your store brand that educates parents about their kids' sleep. Uh, go have someone in your company go give a speech to your kid's class and just talk to them about basic elements of sleep. Um, it's super easy stuff like, you know, having a regimented bedtime, caffeine, um, certain types of foods, don't eat too late, just stupid, silly stuff. But no screen time an hour before bed because it emits daytime spectrum light. Yeah, just it tells basic your body stuff. to be awake. And, and, edu- and, and be, be part of the solution and educate the, the people in your community about kids and their sleep, because I'm telling you, it's not happening anywhere else. So, you know, one of the things I thought about the other day, sleep to me is a collection of many small decisions attached to one major purchase. Mm-hmm. 
And I think if we as an industry started so thinking Say about that again, that. many, so give me that, like, give me some examples of that. Well, I'm really using that in a different way as uh, sleep hygiene. Okay. So when you think about sleep hygiene, you're talking about, you know, getting the right amount of exercise, eating healthy so that it doesn't disrupt your sleep, cutting caffeine at the right time of day. Um, you, you know, just all the, all the collection of things that can, can impact your sleep that those decisions all add up, but ultimately they're not going to be as meaningful as they could be unless you have that one major purchase, the mattress correct. Mm -hmm. So we, we talk a lot about the room temperature and like the blinds and the blackout and the sound and the noisemakers and no caffeine. That, that's, that's the collection of small decisions that you're making throughout the day. And the one major purchase is what gets left out too often. So I think if, you, if we start marrying those things up and we say it's collection of decisions plus the right mattress, that's good sleep. So we got to simplify that message so people get the, the two things hold hands and it's not just the dotted it's line. It's behavior plus the equipment. Bingo. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, here's, here's what's funny. If you get a, a room full of 100 parents in a room, it's just really redundant, wasn't it? But um, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, wait. I got to ask you something. Yes. Are they actually in the in a room? Yes. Okay. I want them in a room. No, it doesn't matter. Online, I could give a crap. It's give me 100 parents. And you ask them the question. If I could give you a way to help your kid test better in school. Hold on a second. It just sounded like you said, if I could give you a way. <laughs> <laughs> no, meaning If I give, could just give you a way. Give the kids a way. Then I'm. Well, there's what a lot would you of think parents, if I could they might give you like away? That, what would you do? They, they might. There's some kids that probably <laughs> need to be given away, um, de depending on on how they're behaving, right? Um, no, if if I could give you an opportunity to how's that better? Better. If I could give you an opportunity um, uh, to help your kid test better at school, to help them pay more attention in school, to um, allow them to be sick less often to help them not gain weight as a kid, would that be of interest to you? Like every parent in the room is gonna raise their hand, don't you think? Yeah, and they're gonna start talking about all the issues they have at these different times and on and on it goes. And the answer to all those is sleep, obviously. We right. know that in this industry. So I think that the parents would go, oh, wow, I didn't know that, right? I'll tell you a quick story. So I have um, the, 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 my nieces and nephews, uh, their mom cut out screen time, mm -hmm. ba basically cut out electronics. Like period. They can watch TV in the living room at certain times of day. And then, um, that's, that's it. They don't have tablets. They don't have phones to play with. Wow. They don't have any electronics. And, and for about four or five months, you know, it's like every once in a while they would try to ask for them and things like that. But once that new reality set in, these kids sleep like champions on a schedule, go to sleep, get up at the same time every day, don't really have to be told. They kind of get tired. Um, their behavior has improved dramatically because it's off the table. There's no argument. There's no zombified look you know, yeah. at your electronics in front of your face all the time. They're very creative. I brought them paper like, hey, do you have any paper? And I'm like, yeah, I brought them like 10 sheets of paper. They're like, we're going to burn through this in like five minutes. We need like a ream of paper is what they're asking for because they're so creative. They're always doing stuff because their time isn't taken up with consumption. 
It's now redirected to creativity. And it's, and it's an extreme example, but I'm telling you, the behavior change that I noticed was so dramatic that it's remarkable. I'm literally remarking on it right now. <laughs> you know, I love that. And I think that the, the downside of these screens for kids is, has yet to be known. I think the damage that those phones do from a, not just like a, it, it sucks you in aspect, which is kind of what you're talking about, but it's also the personal branding chaos that's that's out there with kids posting pictures and what's being said to them online and them all going way overboard in terms of what they post and how they look and the narcissism that comes up. There's a, a lot of issues, but back to the sleep thing, I think you're completely right. But it does segue into technology and part of the National Seat Foundation show is that they've got, this is really cool. They're going to do, do you ever watch uh, 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 Shark Tank? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Love so, Shark Tank. Yeah, that's right. We've talked about it. Okay. Yeah. So what they're going to do is they're going to have all these inventors of sleep technology come to the show. And they're going to um, go on stage. And I'm going to emcee this all day Saturday, different parts of the day on the main stage. And they're going to Shark Tank it. And they're going to have people come in and pitch inventors for one minute, pitch their sleep technology idea to the judges. And then the judges will make some decisions. And my job is to keep it rolling and keep it interesting uh, and, and try to make it fun. But anyway, so that's kind of cool, too. So what's the latest in sleep tech? And that's going to be featured as well. Fun. So you're going to have everything like you're going to bring back all the details, all the fun happenings. Yeah. And maybe sure. even, you know, hop over to Dos Marcos podcast dot com to follow us but you can find our facebook page there or you can just go to facebook.com slash dos marcos podcast and do some live video and post some I'm, pictures and all I that fun stuff i think it would stuff. be cool wouldn't it yeah i'm yeah. gonna do some live video uh, on the dos marcos facebook page um on that week so that's eighth ninth and tenth probably a lot on the ninth and uh, i'll try to capture some footage so you guys can Check it out and see what the National Sleep Foundation Expo is all about. And Munkle is speaking about better sleep is a better tomorrow. So Yeah, and by the way, on the on the Facebook stream here, I think Bob Munkle was saying I want he said I want one. I think he meant a neck tattoo of Dos Marcos. Because I think it oh. popped up about that time. I'm just Well, who wouldn't Bob, want I right? one of those? A neck tat of Dos Marcos. We should put our faces on there for sure. Yeah, so hey, maybe you and Bob can do like a live video at the event and you know um, me screaming like a girl as i get a yeah okay so as we sign out of this i want you to know one of the topics that i tried to get approved for the national sleep foundation sex Expo. and what <laughs> sex did, and what how did you know how sex. did you know it was about sex it was about sex but it was about like the, how why would the, they not want to do that it's a great headline i don't know and it is a great headline i think the kid thing is going to bring people in because i think people are interested in helping their children obviously but sex i think is a big topic and yeah. so how can sex be impacted by the products that are going to be under roof there at that show mattresses matter the type of constructions matter we know from our sexy sleep research we did it like it when we were together there um, and so there's all kinds of reasons, uh, the types of sheets, there's all kinds of things that can impact the intimacy experience. So why can't we talk about that? I don't know, but all right, maybe they're just trying to get this thing off the ground and, and then you grease the skids this year all right. and then next year you come back and say, Hey, let's we're do doing, the sex talk. We're doing a sex talk. Just the birds sure. and the bees and the mattress, please. <laughs> Did you just make that up? Trademarked. Well done.
Well done. All right, let's play that funky music, and uh, we'll catch up with you after the sleep show. All right, see you soon. You can bounce on it. Oh, oh. What is a hybrid? It's like peanut butter jelly, peanut butter chocolate. Hybrid so tight, there's no way that you could topple it. Hybrid on my wrist, that's a calculator watch. We add ourselves together and we take it up a notch. Got the airflow, yo, keep you cool as it get. Visco foam alone to make you drip sweat. Get a hybrid mattress, yes, you'll get better rest. Cool and comfortable, hybrid like a sweater vest. You know the game, we're ahead of the sun. Cause the two of us together are way better than one. Cause I'm cool. And I'm hot like a heater Bounce by the ounce Now we got it by the leader Well you take a spring And you wrap it up right You can sleep so smooth Or bounce all night Put two together Get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it Lay back You don't have to practice It's the best thing to happen To your mattress Get together to do it like I did Everybody get hybrid if you want somebody to get in your vicinity, you probably want to feel a little bit of a hybridity. Foam alone, out of five, maybe one star. Springs and foam, we're taking care of that lumbar. Mad back support, the best way to shack up or just get rest that won't mess your back up. Like a hot chick mixed with a particle physicist or a mullet. Party in the back of the business. Best of both worlds like Mars and Venus. The ultimate hybrid. Keeping it loose while keeping it tight We can make you sleep or play all night Put two together, get a whole lot more Get the feel of the comfort core You can bounce on it No stopping when the beat gets played back Springs keep it popping, foam keeps it laid back Party over here, get invited Everybody get hybrid Listen, doesn't matter if your kitchen is charming When your bedroom's the most important part of the apartment What kind of bed do you keep back there? Does your girl wanna chill on a beanbag chair? Hell no! You need springs and foam Cause if that bowling ball don't bounce You'll be sleeping alone And if the bed don't react Then you can't get low We got that type of bounce That won't spill your Merlot So stick with us and you'll get rewarded Cause I'm so gentle And I'm so supportive is where the magic is And we just killed a song about mattresses